Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Uh, Rockets wrap up game number 70 of 82 this evening. Uh, We're going to be talking about games number 69 and game number 70 on the season this evening on the show. My apologies for not getting a show out uh, Friday night for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, We were out enjoying the festivities amongst downtown Houston. Um, So my sincerest of apologies not being able to record a show uh, Friday night, but we're going to do it tonight. Uh, We're going to recap the Rockets' last two games here on the show. Um, Rockets win on Friday night, 114 to 112 over the New Orleans Pelicans. They played the New Orleans Pelicans again tonight. Lost that game. So a real quick box score recap of the game on Friday for the Rockets. uh, Very evenly balanced uh, scoring effort. Jabari Smith, 11 points. He had eight rebounds, one of three from the three-point line, but he did have the game-winning shot as nearly time expired. Uh, So an incredible night by him. KJ had 14, Shangun had 17 and 11. KPJ had 20, Jalen Green had 25. Uh, Tari Eason had nine, Jayshon Tate had 12. Josh Christopher had six points. Once again, Rockets win 114 to 112 over the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday night. And as most of you have probably seen, heard great call by Ackerman, uh, Ryan Hollins, Matt Thomas, all of those guys had a great call radio TV of the Jabari Smith big time shot to beat the Pelicans on Friday night. Tonight, the Houston Rockets played the New Orleans Pelicans again inside of Toyota center. They lose tonight. 117 to 107. Uh, Jalen Green, congrats to him with a 40-burger on the scoreboard. Uh, 40 points on 11 of 22 from the field. 4 of 9 from the three-point line. A perfect 14 of 14 from the free-throw line. In addition to that, Jabari had 8 points. KJ had 8. Shangun had 9, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. He did foul out of the game. Kevin Porter Jr. had 25 uh, Tari Eason had 10 points, one point for Garuba, two points for Tate, and four points for Josh Christopher. If you're joining us on the Spotify live uh, live uh, show, thank you all so much for joining us. You are more than welcome to pop in. Hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you up live on stage. Once again, this is SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Again, if you want to talk Rockets basketball, you want to talk free agency. You want to talk about the games tonight. You want to talk about anything. It is open line Sunday night here at the Dream Take. Hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you up live on stage. and We'll talk about all things Houston Rockets. Um, Rockets dropped tonight 117 to 107. Uh, Sean says in the chat, at least Hardesty the Clown will be happy with tonight's result. Look. To be honest with you guys, the Rockets have won two of their last three games, which makes me happy as a fan, right? Um, Anytime the Rockets win games, it's a great time for me because let me take two steps back. Number one, um, it's a good time to formally uh, reiterate what uh, the Dream Take tweeted earlier this week. 
um, that at the end of the season, the dream take, um, we were a part of Vox Media's recent wave of cuts. They cut all of their podcasts. Um, this is not a, a negative take on what's going on. Uh, Jeremy Brenner and I have been doing this show for nearly three and a half years at this point. This is our third full season uh, together. Uh, I can't thank Vox Media, Jeremy, uh, Darren Yuvon, who's our editor, and all of our listeners. You guys have been incredible um, to everybody. And that's it's Lucas, that's Sean, that's Pops, that's Ryan, that's you know Mike, that's all the guys who have been with us literally since day one. I'm just a, a Joe Schmo fan from Sugarland, Texas that loves the Rockets. And I was selected to help co-host this podcast three and a half years ago. Um, I get paid to, to talk Rockets basketball. And I honestly, I can't say thank you to everybody who listens to this show. Um, we, it, it's upsetting. It's sad, you know, that, that our show along with every other podcast uh, got cut from Vox Media. Um, and what does that mean for the dream take? What does that mean for Jeremy and I? We're going to finish out the season. Uh, we're the only podcast for Vox Media that does a show after every single home game and away game. Uh, we're the only show after, you know, three full seasons that I've done a show after every single game. Uh, shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to all of our listeners. We love you guys so much. We appreciate all the support. Uh, and we're going to finish the season strong. You know, we're 70 games in. we got 12 games left. And as we do every single night here at the Dream Take, you want to talk Rockets basketball, hit that request to speak button, come up on stage, and <laughs> we'll bring Pops up. Pops, what's going down? I feel like I just saw you. Pops, you got to hit the unmute button if you're going to come up on stage. You know what? This technology is killing me here, you know? Yes, Um, I do. I will will say, and it's not because I'm related to you, and I've never met Jeremy, but I got to tell you, I admire the hell out of you guys. These last three years, it, it just had to have been hard to have show after show, after show, with as bad as this team has been. Um, And I just, I would like to compliment both of you all for, well, compliment Jerry, Jeremy for keeping up mainly positive attitude. You've had your moments. Um, Okay. Don't, don't lie to the people out there. It's been, it's been vastly negative over the past three years, but we appreciate you. It's been, it's just, it's like, you know, being a, like a cheerleader at a funeral or something. I just, it's a hard act to follow. Um, but I, my compliments to you both. And I think, um, I think this team will, will be back sooner than later. They, they need some luck. And I'll, and I'll say this, the next coaching hire that they make this, this is a huge, huge hire for this team and it's going to say a lot about where they're going to be for the next five years so uh, do, do, do you think the late surge in this season when I say late surge how how awkward is it when I say late surge I mean 
winning a couple games here and there over the back half of the season. That's what's considered a late surge, which you say shout out to us. First of all, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we've referenced you multiple times. At least I have. You're my pops. I love you. You listen to the show all the time. We have fun doing shows. Check out Beer Sports Whatever on my timeline. At this point, you know, Jeremy and I have 12 shows left. I have no problem shouting out other shows that I'm going to do and you and I are going to do in the future. So beer sweats, whatever on the Facebook timeline. Um, do you feel like the late surge in the season for Steven Silas means he's going to keep his job? Because I hope not because he sucks. Absolutely not. He sucks. Um, he's terrible. I think he's a terrible the, coach. The late surge. And, and you know how much, you know, I, I love this. Well, I love the Rockets. You know, I'm not so sure about this particular team. Yep. You know, it's like, you know, a, you know, a, a blind squirrel can find an acorn every now and then. And doesn't that doesn't that phrase go another way? Or are you trying to clean it up for the show? I'm being very clean. I don't want the FCC to jump up your butt. Um, <laughs> but you know, and and you got to look. You, you've got to know that just like when you and I used to complain about when we had the Harden, Chris Paul, really good teams, and we would go into some 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 really garbage team and, and mess around and lose. You know that's happening on the opposite end right now. So, yeah, you know, we're going to get some wins. And, you know, I, but I, I look at this schedule between, you know, you got two with Memphis, you got the Knicks, you got Brooklyn, and I forgot who the, the other one is, but – doesn't matter. Every one of those teams are, are – fighting for a playoff spot. So uh, it's nice for these guys to have success, but in the end, there's still some changes that need to be made. So anyway, like I said, you know, it had to have been hard these last three years, but good things are going to, are going to be here sooner than later, dude. Can we talk about real quick uh, Rockets? The Rockets are what they are. I mean, they're 18 and 52. They're 34 games below 500. Can we get to what everybody wants to talk about with you and I, which is the looming matchup between my school and your school in the Elite Eight if both of our teams win later this week? Um, first of all, we both have to win, okay? Yes. Your, your team's, you know, your team is, is a really good team. You know, health is going to be a big thing. University of, you know, for those of the, those of the people listening don't know, you went to some, some, Say some it. school over off of Scott street. I'm not sure. Oh, come on. No. First of all, as it's always known here on the show, the capital T capital H capital E university of Houston. Thank you so much. Yes. But, but we are the <laughs> university of Texas. Okay. So, yes. yes. Um, I think both teams are, are playing well. I think both teams have a good coach. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. You have a good coach. We have a great coach in Kelvin Sampson. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you okay. do. You didn't, you didn't introduce him as that. That's all. I was just trying to correct well, you. That's I, all. I, I don't really, you know, go into that way. But I, I, let me put it to you this way. I would love – for our two teams to play each other for the right to come here. 
you know? Are we, are we allowed to talk to each other if that happens throughout next week after it happens? I guess we'll know by what, Sunday? Yeah, we would know by Sunday. Do we have to cease communication up until the game? Well, you mean if the two play? Yeah, no. If it comes out that after next weekend, because I'm fairly certain we're going to play, we're both going to play Thursday in the Sweet 16, and then, no, sorry, and then we'll play each other Saturday. Yeah, we would know Saturday. So between Thursday and Saturday, we can't talk, can we? Is it that soon, really? Yeah. No, the, the sweet, sweet 16's Thursday, Friday. Elite Eight is Saturday, Sunday. So we'll know Saturday if we're playing or not. I guess we'll know by Friday. Well, if we play, th- if we both play Thursday night, we should know yeah. Thursday night if we're going to yeah. play Saturday. Yeah. So once we find out if we're playing, we can't talk, can we? No, absolutely. No, you have not. to cease communication. Your daughter, myself, and you—we can't, we can't talk if we're if we're going to go up against each other. We do have to find a really fun bet, though, like a chicken parmesan dinner. I feel like would be a good bet. On the game, maybe? The, the only thing I could think that would come close to this yes. was when y'all opened up your new high school stadium. Shut up. When y'all beat university, when UTSA beat y'all. Come that on. Was just my Why? daughter's only year there. Yes. Why? She rode some smack for a while. Yeah. Why do you have to why do you have to bring that up? I'm I'm trying to have a really friendly conversation, wager with you, and you have to bring up us losing to UTSA. First of all, not a high school stadium. Second of all, we'll see the Longhorns inside of TDECU Stadium next year when we beat that ass in that stadium. I just yeah, okay. I just <laughs> think that with them becoming yes. the Big Twelve, that at some point there will be another redo that they'll have to add another 20, 25,000 seats to that stadium. Which it's built to do. It's already built to do that. It's built for 40, but they can expand it to 60, which they will. Um, let, well, let me ask you this. Let, let's be very honest. As Sean points out in the chat, first of all, thank you, Sean, for being a part of the show. Um, it looks like they're going to play Friday is what it looks like. So maybe they're doing a Friday-Sunday thing next week which is totally fine. Yeah. If Texas and U of H line up in the elite eight with a shot to go to the final four, which let's be honest, you and I together, you could not have picked a better elite eight matchup than Texas and Houston. As a Longhorn fan, who would you take both teams healthy? Who's the better team? I would have to say if everyone is a hundred percent healthy, I, I would have to go with U of H. I think just because of the coach. So would you take, so you, in that matchup, let's say it happens, both teams win Friday, Thursday, Friday, whenever it is, it hasn't been announced yet. Um, Thursday, Friday, U of H lines up. Everybody's not fully healthy, but semi-healthy on Sunday. You're taking U of H over Texas to go to the Final Four. I think Texas plays – Texas. I think U of H plays better defense. Um, but I'll tell you this, Texas has got like – Six guys that are either mm. fifth or six year seniors. That that that's hard. You know, that's that's a lot of experience. Um, it'll be, and I'm just curious. What school does Sean go to? Do you know? Sean's a cougar. Oh, he is because you know he was re rewriting 
you know, my <laughs> Texas fight song of Longhorns Bite, Longhorns Bite. So, um, I love Sean. Oh, Sean, Sean's a cougar. No, no, Sean's a good guy. No, Sean's good people. My question to you, and let's, let's bring it back to the Rockets, right? Because now U of H is in the Sweet 16, which we do basically every year at this point under Kelvin Sampson. Bottom line, do you think if U of H wins the national title, do you think Kelvin Sampson leaves to become the next head coach for the Rockets? Yeah, because I think he'll come coach the Rockets, and I think it's a perfect segue for, for him to pass it on to his son. Oh, you know what I would give to make the next head coach of the Rockets, Kelvin Sampson? I give a lot. I mean, I would give up half of my hat collection, which you and I have been a you know major collector and donor to all of the local hat shops here in the city of Houston. Um, <laughs> I, I give a lot for, for that to take place. Um, you know, it's so funny though. And it, it brings me back to the Rockets. The Rockets are 18 and 52 on the season. Once again, Rockets lose 117 to 107. We're recapping the game on Friday. Jabari Smith hit the game-winning shot on Friday night. Uh, so they split the two games, <clears throat> which also brings me to the point, Pops, that anybody who's going after a 19-year-old for not being good enough on the worst team in the NBA should really shut that you-know-what up and sit down and not take part in this conversation. If you're going after a kid, which is what he is, for saying he's not good enough, you're wrong because the kid is a bona fide star. He's going to be. He's, he's going to be, a, he's going to be an all-star. Well, he's just lacking coaching right yep. now. You know, did you see the Did you see That's, the video of Steven Silas in the, in the locker room after that Rockets game or after the game on Friday? I saw the video. He's the most uninspiring guy ever. Did he take off his shirt like the Arkansas? He coach? didn't. But after the game last night, when we were walking out of pluckers, I did take my shirt off and twist it around my head and celebrated all the way back to my car though. Oh, you're, you're a baller. What can I say? Dad, I, I don't think you know what baller means, and I think you're using it in the wrong context <laughs> if you want my honest assessment of the situation. Um, so let me ask you this. I mean, 12 games left in the season. Rockets are 18 and 52. What are you looking for the rest of the season? Oh, God, at, 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 at the end. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's an. That's I mean, entirely fair. I'm excited for the rest of the season as well. Where I, I don't even – there are some nights where until you remind me, I, I don't even know that they're playing. I mean, that, that's how bad it has gotten yeah. to where um, – and, it, you know, it's – people keep saying, well, you know, they're going to do like the Astros and the Astros <laughs> lost 100. They can only hope. They can only wish. They the do it like is, the Astros. Is I don't know if this team is smart enough to do what the Astros did. You know, the Astros got lucky. You know, they got but, Bra- They got a second. You know, they got Bregman, the second pick. They lucked out with. They took a chance on Correa. Uh, they got Springer. You know, but this is with them picking the first pick. You know, we we've got to get that that lucky ball at some point. You know. Well, it's also – you can't compare basketball to baseball. It's impossible. And it's also a great time to reiterate the fact that the World Baseball Classic is stupid and it should be destroyed as soon as possible. Sorry, not sorry. Um, you agree with that sentiment or no? 
Okay, well, you know, ask the Mets and the Astros. It, it, it doesn't it's make any sense Stupid. for them to have this game, whatever it is, during spring training. These guys need to be in spring training with their real teams. World Classic is not real. You know, it's bullshit. You know? Well, this, whoa. Language yeah, not appreciated. Sorry. It's <laughs> not real. I'm just kidding. I could care less at this mean point. Anything. And, you know, Bregman and Garcia and uh, Tucker. Tuck, all these guys need to be playing here. They don't need to be playing at some, you know, day camp pickup game. It's garbage. Well, and it, it brings. So we had this talk earlier today. Tell me if this is a fair comparison. Uh, who was it? Uh, it was Steve. You know Steve. Steve, great people. He's a Yankees fan, unfortunately. Um, he, I, yeah. I brought this up to him. It's the equivalent of Yao when he was playing for China. It's the same thing. The only way that Yao got to come over to the States to play is China owned his rights, where he had to play in FIBA. He had to play in the Olympics. He had to play year-round most years. His body was not built to play year-round. If you're seven foot six, you should not be playing basketball year round. Right. Which it's a, an appropriate time to bring up. He's one of the two most overrated Rockets of all time. Um, which is true. And you know what? We're going to have a show before the end of the run of the Dream Shake, which is within the next 12 games, where we can, we can continue this conversation. And I'll ask you now that you and I are co hosting, you know, this show, true or false? Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady are two of the most, the two most, Overrated rockets of the last twenty five years. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That's all, that's, that's, that's all I care about. A, we can come up with a starting all overrated five at uh, on some show. That's all. But that's all I care about is honestly. First of all, it's an appropriate time to bring up the fact that I love all the the back and forth that I have with people. People don't realize this, pops. You and I were very strong in our beliefs that the only thing that matters to us is winning, which in all honesty in life at this point, that's what people are should strive for win. What else matters in sports? I'm talking about sports. What else matters? MVPs. I could give a lick about all-star appearances. I don't give a rip about all-star appearances. What are you winning? It's my question. Yao and McGrady won nothing as rockets. Miss me with that. Retire their jerseys into the rafters? What, are you kidding me? A joke. That's a joke. No, you know what I mean. McGrady wants to do some BS interview where he sits down and talks about all the Rockets team in 2013 or whenever it was. That team was so talented. We should have won something. If you were a healthy fam, we would have won. But you were injured every other game. Oh, congrats. You scored 13 points in 30 seconds. Okay, I had a half a pack of Starburst earlier today. What do you think that means? Okay, congrats. It happened. Yeah, but how many did you have in 30 seconds? What's your favorite flavor of Starburst? Oh, come on. Really? You're going to choose the red out of a pack of Starburst? Out of your mind. It's all about the pink. You know it's all about the pink. Ah, the pink. Okay, well, this has been another episode. But, yes. but to, wrap, to wrap this thing up, and, and Sean had a point, you know, Altuve could have had his hand, his thumb broken in spring training. 
You know what? That's true. Team sanctioned event, though. But he should have been in spring training, and maybe he wouldn't have. It's a team sanctioned event. It's so different to me. It's so it's, different. It's, Do you not agree that it's a team sanctioned event? My buddy Andrew and I were talking about this at the kosher chili cookoff earlier today, which if you were not there, you should have been. Um, it's all about team sanctioned event. And Andrew was saying, well, what about pride for your country? You can represent for your country while playing in the highest, best league in the world, which is major league baseball. If, if, if Altuve got hurt playing in a spring training game, that's so much different to me than a world baseball classic game. I don't care about the world baseball classic. That doesn't mean anything to me as an Astros fan. As a Mets fan with Edwin Diaz, you would be singing a whole different tune, just like I'm doing right now with Altuve. It just yeah. shines a light on how stupid that whole thing is. Well, it's stupid because of when it is. What does it matter? It means nothing. If you're going to do this, do this in December. That's my point. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it has no business being done in spring training. Totally agree. Any final thoughts before we wrap the show up here on a Sunday evening? Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, um, gut yes. feeling, let's not including Samson or gut, gut feeling. If you had to put a C note, who's the Rockets next Ooh. coach? Oh, man. Um, you know, you and I talked about this, and I, I hate to say this, and I would not like this hire. I think they're going with Adelman's son, R.J. Adelman, who's the one of the lead assistants in Denver. Or, sorry, not R.J. Adelman. Uh, what is his name? Um, I feel terrible because David, David Adelman, R.J. Adelman, my sincerest apologies. I was looking up on Google as we were doing the show. Uh, may he rest in peace. He was the son of, of Rick Adelman. He unfortunately passed, it looks like, in 2018. David Adelman uh, is the son of Rick Adelman, one of the lead assistants in Denver. Um, what's it called? That's my guess, is Adelman's son. Is he the, the new flavor of the month? I think, I, look, I'll be honest with you. I mean, he doesn't come from great lineage because his dad never won anything in the NBA either. And then look, I, I, I think it's a good thing. One of the, you know, three or four good things that I inherited from you outside of the hair, um, you know, is you along with a lot of other guys, you know, I see Jim here on the, on the show, guys like Sean and Jim and, and Lucas guys like, like us, nothing else matters besides winning a title. Is that fair? You watch professional sports. You watch collegiate sports. Anybody who watches sports, the only thing that should matter is winning. I don't care what your political is. Well, I know, but I think your comment of, well, you know, he didn't come from good lineage. His dad never won anything. You know, if you're going to judge it just like that, then you know what? We either need to go get, you know, Red Auerbach's son, or we need to get Phil Jackson's son if there is one. I mean, not everybody is going to win a title. I don't disagree with that. But I'm saying there are better options out there. That's what my ultimate statement was going to be. Sean says Rick Adelman went to the finals twice. He didn't win. 
He didn't win. And whether you want to say I'm cynical or I'm not cynical by saying, well, he went, but he didn't win, it's the truth. It's the truth. I'd rather go with an unknown as a head coach versus a guy who comes from a line of coaches that didn't win anything at the NBA's highest level. I'd rather go with the wild card. I'd rather go with the Sam Cassell. My ultimate, oh my God, hire would be Kelvin Sampson. If Sampson wins a title with the University of Houston, which at that point you and I are going streaking and nothing but University of Houston Speedos down Westheimer through the Galleria, once well, I'll, I'll follow you in the car. Yeah. <laughs> once that happens, that's my guy. That's that's the number one target for the Rockets should be Kelvin Sampson. That period. And, but what does he want in the NBA? He's a wild card. He's okay, never been well, a head coach. He's okay, never been there. He's yeah. never he's never been a head coach in the NBA. And at this point, the only way he leaves the capital T, capital H, capital E, University of Houston is if he wins a title. If they win the title this year, I could so see him leaving and becoming the next head coach of the Rockets. So let's say he doesn't. What what's your choice? If I had to handpick the next head coach, if it's not Kelvin Sampson, it's Mark Jackson. That's the next head coach for the Rockets. Okay. Who would it be for you? Oh, I think Jackson's been I think Jackson's been blackballed. Just there was a lot of complaints about him and his religious beliefs and blah blah yada yada. You could be an atheist. I don't care if you want to. If you win, you know, who cares? You know, Kerr kind of stepped in to that. That deal. Kerr's a um, Kerr's a clown. Kerr's a clown. I mean, and I don't know if, if Jackson would even want to come back and coach at this point. You know. Okay, so who's your choice? If you could handpick your next head coach for the Rockets, who is it? My next head coach. I know, the, I know the answer, but I want you to say it. I, and I'm going to say this for one reason, because I've seen the excitement that it is put back in this lame-ass Texans franchise um, <laughs> with, with the Miko Ryans coming back is SC. Sam Cassell. That's it. That's it. And you know who I would – you know what I would do this offseason? You know what I would do. I would fire Raphael Stone. I think he sucks as a general manager. I think he's awful. I think he's a terrible lame duck GM. I'd hand over – I don't think you and I have talked about this. I would so hire Kenny Smith to be my next president of basketball operations. I'd hire Kenny Smith in .07 seconds, let him hire Sam Cassell, and we're off to the races. I'd get season tickets tomorrow if that happened. Well, if that you know, happened, we got to bring we got to bring Vernon back then. Too. Would you Would you be against that as a lead assistant? Not a lead assistant, as one of the assistant coaches on the team. Would you do it? Who's who? Bring back Vernon Maxwell as an assistant. Oh, in two That's seconds. My point, is why not bring the band back together? Because look, here's what the Rockets don't have. This is what. Steven Silas is a lame duck head coach who sucks at his job. That's just bottom line that it is what it is. What the Rockets don't have is toughness. They're not tough. They're not a team that likes to throw their weight around, walks into a gym and says, I'm better than you, and I know it. Their coach has no cojones. When, they, when he walks into a gym, he doesn't 
pronounce his presence. You know what I mean? Sam Cassell does that. So does Kenny Smith, and so does Vernon. I want to become a team that's tough again. When we had Harden, we were tough. This team is weak. This this team is soft. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of it's got to do with, you know, God, they're, they're young, you know. And if they would have kept some of these veterans, we wouldn't. We would be a little tougher. But you know what? I think they're too. Young. Their owner. Their owner doesn't want to pay anybody. They're too, no, I don't think that's it. Oh come on! Don't get soft. Don't get they soft on pay me. Them anyway, what difference does? Don't it get make? soft on me. You know, who are they paying? When you who are they paying? You're paying Jeru Holiday. You're paying not Jeru. One. Aaron Holiday. Happy Holidays, whatever his stupid name is. <laughs> you know, you got Holiday you're paying. Who else did you get? Um, Eric Gordon. You're, well, no, you traded Eric Gordon. But I'm just saying. They're, they're not paying oh, anybody. Uh, Danny Green, which is over. I'm just using that as an example. They're paying guys not to be here. Well, that's right. So. Come on, man. It's so weak. It's a weak mentality. They're not paying anybody to contribute to this team of any significance. They're going young, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But you're 18 and 52. Don't expect – I haven't done this in three and a half years since being on this show. I have 12 games left, and I'm not going to start now. I am not going to sit up here and applaud this team for winning a couple – two out of the last three games to making their record 18 and 52. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's still time to no, clean house again. The only coach that I've known as since being a part of this show is, uh, what's his name? Mike D'Antoni, who's never won anything in the NBA, and Steven Silas, who arguably is the worst head coach in the league. Yeah, but you know what? D'Antoni made it fun. And yes, he didn't win it, but you know what? He, he, he was as close as anybody and he made it fun, but he also had a good team. So there's the difference right there. So he, he look, he had a good team, but, and this is why, and we'll end the show on this note. I'm going to tell you this. We have, again, we have 12 shows left until God knows what happens with this show and beyond with Jeremy and I. What I will tell you, doing this show after every single game the last three full seasons, I'm taking a break from basketball, from sports, basically. Because the way I feel about sports and the way that I still think you feel about sports, we are a dying breed. Which the only thing that matters to me is winning games. And so many people now want to talk about how players what is their political affiliation what is their off-court contributions to society all of that is important i don't care about any of it sorry i it's that's the way i feel the only thing that matters to me if i'm going to watch a sporting event is my team winning i don't care about anything else and right now the rockets at 18 and 52 much more times than not they lose the game that they're playing and I'm over it. I'm done with it. Is that a fair statement or no? 
Well, you know, now we know what it's like to be a Sacramento Kings fan. Not, not this year. Sacramento's not good. Year, but after how many years? What, 20? Nah, not 20. Come on, dude. Yeah. 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least they had teams that were highly competitive at some point. The Rockets just don't have that right now. They just don't. But we were spoiled. So, yeah, we've had the last three I'll years say, has say. been a colonoscopy. Yes. Okay, well, after talking about colonoscopies, I guess, here on the show, this might be a decent time to wrap the show up. Pops, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me, and thanks for everybody else tuning in. And, uh, Sean, we'll see you at it, uh, Texas Bite, Texas Bite, you know? Mm, mm, mm. It's going to be really awkward when we, we beat y'all to go to the Final Four. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Love you, Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of SB Nation's Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the show. We will be back live with you on, holy hell, tomorrow we're playing the Golden State Warriors. So either myself, Jeremy, or both of us will uh, be live here on the show here on Spotify Live. Uh, If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Follow my very talented co-pilot Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. Follow the Dream Shake on Facebook at search the Dream Shake. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets. Once again, your Rockets lose this evening, dropping their record to 18 and 52. We'll talk with you live tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. And until then, go Rockets.